Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bowlology Report. Damien Fleming here, joined as always by... Man who scored a, a test double hundred. He played for 45 individual T20 teams. It's, of course, Bradley Hodge. Hodge, good to see you. Good to see you, Flem. I thought you were talking about Jason Gillespie then. No, but he didn't play. Hasn't he coached 45 different Maybe. teams? Maybe. Probably. That's where I got it mixed up. Did yeah. you... He, I think his first coaching gig was the Rhinos over there in Zimbabwe. He did, yeah. He did do a stint in Zimbabwe. I think it was for about two or three years, actually. What was your um, experience in Zimbabwe cricket? cricket? Um, actually, that's probably the only country that I haven't played professionally in, in a T20 league. So you might battle now that they're banned. Probably, from yeah. From the ICC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, no, they can still play domestically, but we just won't see them internationally for a little while. Did you tour there? Yes. It was actually quite a good country to tour, actually. Fantastic. Um, I think one of the highlights for us was uh, spending a week down at Heath Street's farm in Bulawayo. That was pretty uh, pretty cool. Sad to hear, actually, that half that farm got taken away oh, wow. um, by Mugabe and his troops, but that wasn't great. But good guy, Heath Street. Um, uh, memories, unfortunately, they won't be playing cricket there for a while. Good player, Heath Street. Good player. Yeah, good man. Um, well, what I liked, test match at Harare. Yeah. Finish your day's work, have a quick shower. Pub at Fine Leg. Sports club, yes, the Harare Sports Club. You're having a pint <laughs> within yeah. 90 seconds of leaving the dressing rooms. Well, it's pretty cool back in those days, I guess you could do it, couldn't you? But now you 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 have to have the ice bath and top up with Powerade. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's modern cricketers, unfortunately, miss out on the the um, Harare Sports Club, but it's a pretty cool joint. Um, I spent a fair bit of time there as well, enjoying that, watching So what were you, were you, is that an academy tour or We something? played, uh, it was an academy tour, yes. Um, it, was, it was Rod Marsh's group. We went over there and we had some fairly quick bowlers, actually. We played against the... Couple of fairly average sides, I must admit, and so you would have smashed them. Yeah, well, they, we smashed them. There's no doubt. But what did get smashed actually was a lot of the players' helmets from the opposition. So that we had Brett Lee, Ashley Nofke was actually bowling oh, real yeah. quick then. Uh, Matt Nicholson, I reckon, was also there. So we had some serious steam, and in one game we actually did smash seven helmets. And I can, believe that was a record. Yeah, yeah, it must be. I, I've never seen anything like it. But after so the we game, know that there's obviously a lot of financial problems yeah. over there. But would you be suggesting if you are in Zimbabwe and Australian teams touring, get into helmets? Yes, get into helmets. Get a sponsor with Missouri because we yeah. actually got asked. Rod Marsh actually made us hand our helmets over to the opposition okay. as a, a gift or a present. So. Yeah, because that was short of funds, um, and I thought it was actually a nice gesture. Um, there you go. There's a Victorian cricket helmet, buddy. Good luck. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was a bit weird, but um, yeah, I could understand. Oh, I'd love to go there and from. play some domestic cricket yeah. against a bloke batting in a Victorian helmet, particularly one circa ninety three, ninety four. I tell you who also was on that tour was, uh, and he dominated Brendan Creevy. He's a Queensland yeah. bowler. Yeah, um, a bit of a character. Yeah. School teacher now. Creepy. Tall line and length got bowler. Creepy. Creepy. Brendan Creepy. Yeah, he dominated wow. actually. Didn't quite kick on at the high level. And he was level. a bit of fun too off the field, wasn't he? He was, was a good bit fun, flamboyant. Actually. Was good fun. Um, but I tell you one bloke you just mentioned there, and it just triggered a little story Matthew Nicholson. Oh, same thing happened in the. Yeah, you go for I'll it. I'll go. You back me up. So it's a one off test. I think Jason Gillespie broke his leg in Sri Lanka. So we're in Zimbabwe. 
um, Harari's quite a quick pitch. So basically, yeah. we'll go three quicks and, and the great Shane Warne. So McGrath and Fleming are in. Nicholson, Matty's over there. So he's playing. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to play. And he was tall and bouncy at his best anyway. So we play, play this tour game in Bulawayo. And uh, myself and McGrath got a couple of wickets. Then Nico gets the ball. Yeah. And then it was unbelievable. <laughs> because poor Matty, who had... Yeah, it wasn't the the finest bowling action of all time. Yeah. You know, arms and legs were sort of going everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Jeezy was fast and bouncy. Yep. So he proceeds to start bowling, and um, it's not the avenue of uh, apprehension. apprehension. Nah. It's, it's the Nicholson um, motorway of mayhem, basically, yeah. and not for the batsman because he could not bowl the ball on the pitch. Didn't he bowl one straight to... Uh, um, Second slip. Uh, Mark Ward's second yep. slip, like what Harmison did yep. to Freddie. Well, I'd reckon he, he did match. three or four of them. I'm at fine leg, <laughs> and I'm starting to be backstopped because he's actually bowling balls straight over Ian Healy's head. Then Amazing. a few balls at his feet, like it was just. What and what did the players do? Oh, feeling bad. Did, yeah. And what sort of advice was given? Uh, was Steve War the captain at the time? Tugger was the captain. Um, so you just feel empathy straight away, just going, well, firstly, oh, my, what, what's going We'll try and get him right now. Yeah. Then it's like, you can't fix it quickly. You're out of the test match. So I, I remember we got off the field and I actually went to him. I go, how about we go to the Nets? I'll bat, which yeah. I didn't really want to do because he was ugly, didn't he? Yes. When he got, it was hip Shocking. to shoulder. Um, so it was gutsy from myself, to be fair. And then he bowled <laughs> six balls, right? Yeah. And you know how many I got to hit? No. Zero. He was hitting the side nets and he goes, Flemo, I'm, that'll do me. And I went, fair enough. And so we're in the dressing rooms and everyone's. And what advice do you give? Like, as a young bowler, if you can't actually find your rhythm or get yeah. it, well, how did you actually. Well, what, I, what advice did I, you give? I was th- hoping that the nets would fix the problem. Right. Obviously, by missing the net, yep. you'd actually get the ball <laughs> down to me. And then, you know, my philosophy always is, you know, get all the big body parts going towards where yeah. you want the ball to go. Yeah. But but because he had that unique action, you know, he used to bowl across himself yeah. and, you know, his bottom half was, um, you know, a little bit mixed as well. So we get through that and people are consoling him a bit and then you'd look at a teammate and sort of go, shake your head going, wow, I've never <laughs> seen anything like that. So of all people to give advice, who do you think was the one to finish the day of that? Well, no, a I guy who it, didn't mind just giving a little bit of analysis, and he still does it greatly um, yeah, today. I think it's Mark Waugh, because I reckon I heard the story of him batting in the nets the following in the tour as well. I And you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Junior was batting the nets, Nico was trying to bowl, and he bowled three balls just straight <laughs> into the side of the net. And I think Junior just picked this ball up and tossed it to him and said, I can't face that I'm shit and walked it. out. So <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me, but the way this day finished and when something like that happens within the team, you know, everyone's really, you know, feeling down. So yeah. we're on the bus, no one's saying a word, yeah. you know, because um, we don't know really what to say. So with silence in the bus, who's who's late as usual? Warning. Oh, Mark oh, Wall. No, Warnie's on that. Right. So juniors, you know, a couple of kids asking for autograph, nick off kids, you know, that yep. sort of stuff. Hops on the bus, we start going, and then you can see Junior going, eh, something's wrong here, no one's talking. Okay, maybe I need to throw an icebreaker out there. Okay, an icebreaker. Um, well, Nico, I've just got to say, and everyone's listening, that's the worst piece of bowling I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Nico just starting to, you know, hide himself in the thing there. Then And everyone's just into Junior. Oh, you can't say that and yeah. all that. And when Junior's under the pump, you know, he's not going to back down. No. So he needs some support. You know who he goes to for support? I've no idea. Nico. Right. So he goes to Nico. Hey, Nico, am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> so oh, I just, that's what I remember. The pub at Fine Leg and, and Matty Nicholson, how, um, you know, he bowled himself mm. out of another test match. But... A great story actually got back. He changed to New South Wales. Yeah. Took a lot of wickets. Was probably on the cusp of Australian selection for a while. But oh, so th- that bowler that day. So I he got have... selected from Western Australia. Yes. Yes, okay. But the bowler that day, just going, he will not. It's the yips. Like yeah. Over the years, a lot of left-arm orthodoxes, for whatever reason, have got the yips. Yeah. But not many fast bowlers. But, you know, that that's the end of his career. So he, for him to fight back, but. No, it was amazing. I love Mark Wall. He was, uh, 
Yeah, I, I could understand how he was pretty dry on that sense, Mark War. But yeah, we I played junior cricket and was lucky enough to have Matt Nicholson and Brad Williams all through our junior ranks. Like they, they were our good Australian attack. Bowlers, good attack. And uh, you know, David, we we actually faced one of the quickest spells. You may have played actually. Nick, Matthew Nicholson had the bowl. We had to face WA for about eight overs under lights at the Wacker. It was a, four, it was a two-day game. It was dark. We sent David Saker out for oh. Night Watchman. I don't know if you ever heard of no, it. No, thank but, you. Um, no, I don't think Dave hit one, but I reckon he got hit on the body about <laughs> 15 times. But a lot of the players within the dressing room were actually loving. <laughs> there was a lot of enjoyment seeing Sakes get hit. But uh, they, he, um, Jason Armberger and Matthew Elliott, one of them got out said that's easier the quickest bowling wow. they've ever faced in their life. And that's for two pretty good hookers and pullers of the ball. Two of the best. Yeah. Two of the best, those guys. Why not Lords England plays Australia? Hey, um, how about we just get into to, to the Ashes because they are actually naming the squad at 9 o'clock tonight. So we're going to have a bit of a crack at, at choosing ours. Yep. Uh, firstly, I want to um, talk to you about the process so by nine o'clock tonight, they'll announce it. But before that, Tim Payne, head selector Trevor Holmes, coach Justin Langer will text the players in alphabetical order right. to come into the meeting room and they'll get five minutes to be told why they are in or they are out. What do you think about that for a process? Um, well, it's better than reading in the paper, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I mean, at least, uh, at least they've got a chance to be honest and upfront about selection. Um, I wouldn't have thought that it... Oh, look, let's see. Let's, it's something different. Um, I, I never got that sort, of, <laughs> that sort of love when I was... Oh, look, it's not a bad thing. I think I like the way that it sounds, but when you actually get dropped... You don't actually want to sit in the meeting for another five minutes. You just yeah. want to sort of punch someone and walk out. Well, I'm so. thinking, you know, if I'm Trevor Holmes, do do I just feed about three and a half minutes going, oh, how you enjoyed the, the, the time over here anyway, blah, blah. Yeah, um, hey, mate, you're, you're not, flying out at 19 tomorrow morning. Yeah. Bang. I'm not sure James Pattinson will take that advice kind, kindly. Well, I guess we'll what? See. I reckon Jimmy Boy is in. Let's hope will so. Will be in and playing the first test. But. Yeah. Um, so the hit versus Haddon 11, the practice game. I, so I, do you think that's a good idea, what they're doing there anyway? Yeah, I, I don't mind it because I think counties put out second and third 11s. So I think the quality of cricket is better. Ideally, would have liked a test match against Ireland. Now, I understand mm. Cricket Australia really fought hard to get that done. It would have got played in Ireland. But for Irish cricket to play against England... Yeah. At Lords, yeah, obviously won over that. But I just thought, imagine playing in you know, Ireland in their first Test match against Australia, and you know what it's like. You know, Ireland. Well, they're on the cusp of beating England. We'll talk about that in in a minute. But um, just being a Test match, there's a pressure with it. It was interesting for in the World Cup, and and Justin Langer talked about it. You know, you might tr- try and score 450 in a a normal one day series, but yeah. there's pressures in a World Cup that I reckon got to the batting there. And a test match against Ireland would have been ideal preparation, I reckon. I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I understand why uh, the ECB did that deal with Ireland cricket to get that done. And it's a, it's been a good spectacle so far. Um, and this is probably the second best thing. Uh, look, I never felt that you actually, when you actually play your teammates, it's quite difficult. Yeah. It, it is still a practice match, even though it's been pumped up to be a little bit more than that. I don't see that. I reckon... Justin and his crew would have already picked pretty much his side and maybe just swayed with one or two performances. Now, I, I was hearing um, from over there, you know, I had a few weeks there for, for the World Cup. Yeah, we'll I, get back to that. I actually. was getting a vibe that, uh, no, they were uncertain with their, their batting lineup. How can you be uncertain? We've already had, we've had six months to be able to digest what happened here in Australia. We've had a World Cup. You must know who your good players are. Yeah, I, I just think the lack of first-class cricket and test match cricket, you know, yeah. the one-day build-up for, for the World Cup, mm. um, Warner and Smith coming back in. So do you pick those guys that will play, who have played a lot of county cricket in England? I mean, I've, I, look... Well, let's get into it now because yeah. the openers are part of that. Yeah. Well, do I, for me, and I want you to answer it as well, 
I think they are going to put currency on county runs. I mean, uh, Marnus Labuschagne got him in Division 2, but Bancroft dominating in Division 1 for, for Durham. My, my feeling was the indecision was Marcus Harris is probably their second opener, but they're very worried about how many left-handed batsmen they've got in their top six, particularly the skill of Anderson, Wokes and Broad against left-handers. Mm. So I was getting a vibe that um, they want a right-hander opening the batting. I think you just pick your best player, whoever that is, um, and good players adapt. I think if you can, if, if you start going into these horses for courses, I horses mean, for courses. how do you know that Jimmy's going to bowl well or Broadie's going to bowl that well? I mean... Jimmy hasn't played for a while. He's been injured. Carp, he's got a little calf. So I'm not sure he's going to be actually be a threat this year, uh, Jimmy Anderson, to be honest. Um, that's a big call. I mean, as a superstar player. And, it, and it's a big out for England because Archer's not playing the first test. He might yeah. be available for the second. But that would deplete their attack as good as Broad and Wokes are. So who know. do you think they're going to select then as the openers? So uh, let's talk about that. Well, Warner's in. Yep. And it's whether they pick two extra ones. So I've got... Well, who's going to be number two? Let's forget well, the number well, three I, for the moment. Cam Bancroft will open. The first you reckon Cam match. Bancroft will open. So how did Cam Bancroft jump Marcus Harris and, and Burns? So for me, I reckon county runs. And then I reckon it is getting down to that 90 he got um, yesterday in, in, the, in the practice match. I right. think it was a bat off between the openers. So with that, I've got Marcus Harris on the tour but missing. Okay. And Burns is half a chance to fill potentially a right-hand opening batsman role but also to bat in the, the middle order. What are okay. your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are is that, yeah, Burns, he got those big runs against Sri Lankan fourth 11, <laughs> didn't he? And, and, and to be fair, county attacks can have that feel. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure you can put a lot of weight of runs on county championship runs at this stage when a lot of attention, other than just confidence. Yeah, you know, a lot of attention yeah. was taken away by the World Cup. So I imagine that whilst that World Cup's on, England has still got a lot of their artillery focused on that World Cup, um, and and Sheffield Shield or, or um, county cricket happens in the background. Second eleven runs or second districts. Uh, what is it? Division two, they reckon it's very low. Is so bad. It's all right. It's not bad. Let me ex- let me explain it. Compared to Division one, yeah, it's a mile step yeah. down. So unless, more like grade cricket, would you say? I'd say grade cricket. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Melbourne grade cricket. Yeah, uh, first eleven. And you, if you're a good player, you should be making runs. First eleven can be a little bit different. So if you have a look at Cameron Bancroft's form, I'd like to see who he who runs scored against. runs against, um, what teams. That's important. I'm just not sure how he's jumped Burns and Harris, who played just recently in Australia against the number one team in the world. I think they should be given more opportunity to cement this. I, like I, I thought there was a lot of stuff that I liked about Marcus Harris. There was a lot of improvement to be made. He made some errors. You know, Mainly against Sri Lanka, didn't he? And yeah, and, and that, that's sort of like... Oh. But he finished strongly for Victoria, like Correct. dominated. Correct. So yeah. you've got to reward that. Um, Cameron Bancroft, to me, I feel that he's still got a lot of work to do to actually get back into this side. He's mm. not a superstar like Warner and no. Smith. He should have been dropped anyway in, uh, in South Africa before this ball tampering thing. His performances weren't good enough. No. So people need to understand that. And for me, he needs to go and make a 1,000 shield runs in Australia before he jumps Harris and Burns. So I'd be very disappointed if he gets that slot ahead of Marcus Harris, who come back and got shield runs and gets another 100 in a final of a Sheffield Shield. Again, that has a lot of weight, and that can't be neglected. You know, the way you're speaking here, like Greg Chappell's moving on, on your LinkedIn profile, you've got to have... Potential Australian selector. Well, what we should do, maybe I can, maybe I can actually have. uh, We can do a crash test dummy. We can pick. uh, We can go to a local club and we can spend five minutes with them, and we can sort of go around this process of what Langer and that are doing and see if I can can actually. East Sandy. We'll do it. Who's in under the gun there? Who who am I getting rid of? Well, Cracker, you've got to, you got to, you got to ask yourself how far Cracker's going to go on. Yeah. Ask yourself the commitment of Big Dog. 
So what's big? Where is Big Dog? What's he doing in the oh, preseason? Big Dog. Well, he's he's a footy man, you know. Ah, so so he gets footy, uh, fit, footy, footy fit. Yep, and then and then he's he crosses over. But ah, you've also like he that. takes into consideration. So you, you end up you never don't do preseasons, do you? No preseasons. If you play footy and cricket, no. he's and then, smart, big dog. And then and then big dog's got the Melbourne uh, Melbourne Cup carnival to contend with as well. So here's selection issues that we yeah. have to you know we can dive into there. Um, I, might, I might look at him in December, but um, so with the openers. I, I, I like all your arguments. I'm going with a vibe more than what I believe that Bancroft will open in the first Test match, and and Harris will be the backup. The, the only the only thing we get to the middle order, mm. um, but number three is if Ilsman Kawaja's, you know, hamstring doesn't pull up. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they can rotate someone if Harris can bat three in a test match. Well, the thing is, whoever out. plays that test match will be out the next test match. It's very much a stopgap because as soon as Kawaja is fit, he's in and batting at number three. So who are your other middle orders? So Smith? Yeah, if, if Kawaja's fit, let's just assume he's fit. Yeah. Um, Kawaja for me is at number three, Smith at number four. Uh, and then I've got Travis Head at number five. Yep. And then I've got uh, a toss-up. For number six between Mitch Marsh and Matthew Wade. Oh, okay. Uh, and and purely for rewarding performance. Yeah. And I think Matthew Wade. Because you're talking like a selector. So I'm, I'm going on vibe. How right? am I jobless? I will be the opposite to you. So so this is the thing. I like which, your rationale. This is yep. what happens when selectors feed you a pile of bullshit and people don't like it. So for me, Matthew Wade. <laughs> Would have given a message. You just have to keep consistently making. Well, he runs. is, and he's done it, and he's done it in domestic. He's done it in all forms, and he's done it for Australia. Right? There's no other place to do it. So for me, there was a big hole in that number six spot. It just didn't click for us last no. year. So for me, if you want to give an opportunity for someone with form, then Matthew Wade takes that spot. Mitch Marsh, I like as well, the way he's bounced back. He had a pretty crappy summer, actually. He had a good tour going. Well, so, whatever the hick and had in 11 is, yeah. So, he might be one of them ones that we keep tossing an opportunity Well, for me, to... it was, he almost needed to do what you said with Bancroft. Go and get 800 runs and yeah. 20 wickets. Yeah. But um, do they want the flexibility of having fast bowling all-rounder? And, and, and they probably do. I mean, Justin Langer talked about the all-rounder spots out of yeah. him and Marnus Labuschagne. See, I think Labuschagne... Marnus is not of an all-rounder. That I, I reckon, junk that he tosses up... He bowled up 180 is, overs oh, in Division 2. Gross, though. He can County come and, cricket. He can come and bowl to Victoria for a decade and, and I'll top my runs up from 17,000 to 28,000 because that's not getting... You might get your 100 hundreds. No, First class it, Look, if you're bowling Marnus when you've got Nathan Lyon, you're already in trouble. So forget Marnus, whereas Mitch Marsh's bowling is actually aggressive option. Yeah, he's a good bowler. So we're going to be a bit different here. So I've got Marnus in the squad. I've got Do you Wade. know he averages 28 in Test Match cricket and 32 in uh, First Class cricket? Yep. But what does Mitchell Marsh average in Test Match Probably cricket? Probably the same junk. No, it's, it's worse. Is it? But, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I can't see them both in the squad because... Um, yeah, I, I've got a feeling Marnus is going to make the squad. Okay. Well, uh, well, and and I want Wadey as the backup. Well, I'd be, I'd be, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that five minutes for Cracker to explain to Matthew Wade that Marnus Lubbershane is a better batter than in this you. current form than you, Matthew. Yep. I think you might see a little. You might get the the short man. Oh yeah. Uh, fire up a little bit. I would have thought he'd be a good wrestler, Matty Wade. Yeah, like, very uh, good. He, he's strong. Isn't very good. He? I don't yeah, know what his strong. wrestling name will be. Um, and he could argue that he's actually I, an all rounder. I've got Wade in there. He would. He doesn't bowl the worst medium pace, does <laughs> he, Matty? Um, so working it out then. So who, who's your? Um, no, we'll, we'll do the squad at the end. Wicket keeper Payne. Yep. Um, Just. I, I've got Wade in, but I, I'm taking Carey as well. I'm taking 17. Yeah, look, look, I'm I'm just picking the first 11. I'm not I'm not really worried about. By the end, though, I 12, need you to 13, pick a squad. 14, by the end, though, I'll pick, pick a squad. squad right. Um, I'm just going on the first 11 for what I see. Tim Payne's an interesting one. I reckon he's led really well and he's yep. done well. 
He's he's in a really tricky position. So if he gets injured, who keeps Wade it's or not even, not even injuries, form. Okay. I, I think there's two gun players right there in Wade and Kerry. Okay. And, uh, you know... Cap- so you'd be happy for him to play in the same team? Yeah, you I know, would. Wade's runs enough. I would. Yeah. And I don't think it'll be long until one of those guys actually takes over. You reckon it might happen this Ashes? This is the, this is the vibe I'm getting. Can't be far away from Kerry slotting into number seven or Matty Wade going back to keep either. These, this is a big step up. Tim Payne needs to deliver, actually. He's been, his leadership's been outstanding. That's why I want both in the squad. Um, they're both not the best keepers. Kerry reminds me a lot of Adam Gilchrist, tall keeper, long levers. Take some really good catches mm. back to the quicks. Yeah. It's it's up to the stumps, which has always been a problem for Matty Wade, but I think it's still a bit of a concern for, for, for Carey. Payne's the best keeper by a mile. We know that. But, by, by a mile. But I thought Carey in the World Cup, he enhanced his reputation. He's tough. You know, the way he got filled in by mm. Archer, yeah. still had enough nows to catch the helmet that was going to go on the stumps. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, he, so he's, he's, he's the Rod future. Marsh, not the not Gilly was tough, but he reminds me of Rod Marsh. Oh, that yeah. When when the chips are down, he'll yeah. find a way to get a scrappy fifty or sixty to get your team up to where they want. And Wade as well. Yeah, Wade's and, tough. And Wade. But I don't see he could fill a short term sort of role, Wadey, with the gloves. But if mm. he's going to play a couple of years of Test crickets, runs. Yeah, it's, what, watch that space. What it's, about the quicks? There'll be five quicks. Who are they? Are you meaning the squad or who's the playing squad. the first game? Pick okay, the squad I'll, and then go, who's your three playing in the first test? Well, I'll go the other way. Oh, okay. I'll, I've got Hazelwood, Pattinson and Cummings playing okay. the first test. And I've got Nathan Lyon. And then I'll have Stark as well. And then I'll have Peter Siddle. So you've got the same five as me. Right. That's the same five. I think Peter Siddle... What he did four years ago there when our boys were bowling too short yeah. and he just bowls that, that full length that, that is going to hit the top of the stumps. Good county form. Yeah. Wickets in this game. Um, also, he, he, he's half a fast bowling coach as well, isn't he? Yeah. James Pattinson, I think, has to play the first test because he naturally bowls fuller than, than Cummins and Does Hazelwood. Pick him. I have to play Cummins. So it's Cummins and Pattinson are definitely in. Stark needs to bowl full and swing the juke ball, the red one, yeah. not the white one. Um, and Josh Hazelwood, they're saying he's getting better with each performance, but he looks like he's underdone. Okay. So I reckon there's a chance Siddle might play the first test. Well, I did have Siddle penciled in here. Okay. But then I just thought uh, Hazelwood's the vice captain of the side. They just might get that leadership back in. So, But not, not a bad option, is it? Well, this is the tricky part. If you're part. debating... It's a great oh, Mitchell Stark. Yeah, Mitchell Stark's best is great. Unbelievable. Great, great uh, problematic thing but for the Australians. What have. I like for the quicks, though, the philosophy is if you're not 100%, you're not playing. As opposed to we don't have enough quicks. If you're 80%, you're playing. Do you know what? We've always had enough quicks. We saw what happened when Jai Richardson got an opportunity. Get these guys out of cotton wool. If you're bowling shit, drop them. Don't yep. tell them you rest. You've got a sore quad or whatever horse feeling? shit they come up with. You What's feeling? your feeling rating? Uh, I've been better. Yeah. Got knocked out on tour of duty early. Yeah. On the PlayStation. That been bothers better. me, that thing about how you're feeling. Feel it in, you know what? I'm not feeling great. Why? Because I had six cans the night before. Yeah. And I had to get up and get the kids breakfast in the morning. No sleep-ins ever. But I got out and go and try and slog some at 7 o'clock at night in Big Bash. You just do it. You know what I like about that? That you filled it in uh, in the morning. If you'd filled it in after six cans, you'd go, <laughs> mate, feeling great. Pick me now. Um, yeah, I like this. Spinners. Like spinners. No. I've, I've only got Nathan Lyon in the squad. You know, the duck, John Holland's not, not oh, there. I, I just don't think they're ever going to pick him. I mean, uh, I feel sorry for Johnny, actually. I mean, he, he the last... Uh, Australian 11 versus B11. He took six for 50, didn't he? Yeah. And got an opportunity to tour. Didn't quite go well. They're never going to pick him ahead of Nathan So Lyon. they don't like his fielding and his batting, but I think if there was an injury in the warm-up, right, I'd want the duck there. Well, maybe you're it's right. It's the Ray Bright spotty, right? You know, left-arm orthodoxes, they've, they've just got to be on tour. So what don't they like about him is fielding. Yeah. Hang on, we've got enough coaches. Teach him. What have they been doing for six months? 
teach him. See, now you're getting into, you've nailed the selection. Now you're getting into that um, national high performance. It's amazing. Aren't you? How am I jobless? Not by the not by the end of our or the start of our next podcast there. So um, so what's our squads? squads. I think for me, off the Go top of it. my yep. head is um, so it's Warner and it's Bancroft and it's Harris and it's Usman and it's Smith and it's Head and it's uh, Wade and it's Labashane. Uh, and it's Payne and Carey, and then it's you're gonna uh, have you're gonna have This is why I can't be a selector. <laughs> I go Stark. I'll go Big Josh. I'll go Jimmy Paddinson, and I'm going Vegan Ven and Peter Siddle. Mate, there's not enough seats on the bus. And then I'm going <laughs> Nate Lyon. Well, the thing is, there's more off-field staff. You know when you you run yeah. Australian cricket? Yeah. Can you make at least there's less off-field staff than there is on the tour group? You can't get a seat on the Goodwins bus in England anymore. There's so many people on the bus. No wonder Pup chose to go off in his own car. Why, do we, Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Well, what about poor Duck? We know you're left-arm orthodox. You're only there. He's not in the main bus. You know he, what? He's in the little mini you know van going, Johnny, we don't need you today. You know what? Say, so don't worry about your fielding, nor your batting. Go to Greece, have the time of your life, and if Nathan Lyon, you know, yeah. falls over, we'll give you a shout. Yeah. Come back, no problem. Um, that's 17. Well, we can't have 17. No, no, I'm going 17. Why? Because Justin Langer, despite what, I can't remember who from Cricket Australia said. Make a tough said, call. We I mean, I reckon Trevor Holmes went, um, we're only taking 16. I know Justin Langer wants 17, and guess what? Take 15. You're not going to take on Justin Langer. If he goes, I want 17. If he wants 37. Take 15. I'm that's, taking that's 17. That's what an always an Ashes squad was, 15. No, it was always 17. Was it? Yeah. Oh, really? But the one you went on might as well in 15, because you didn't even get close to playing, did you? You or McGill? Nah. Hads? Nah. Hads? No chance? No, actually, no. All right, now, I what are you doing? I want to go back to that space, actually. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Okay. What's your Ashes 17? Well, I might as well just pick that same, same No, no, but there. you've gone... Oh, Labashane is not out. Mitchell Marsh um, over I've got Mitchell Marsh in there. So I'll, I've got... I just No pick, Burns? I actually just picked 15. There you go. Oh, okay. Warner, Harris, Smith, Kawaja, Head, Marsh, Wade, Payne, Hazelwood, Pattinson, Cummings, Lyon, Stark, Siddle. That's one. That's 14, is it? Yeah. And I'm just going to pick a spare bat, and it's going to be Burns. Burns. Yep. 180 against Sri Lanka in the last one. See, what I like there is now you you can you could be chairman selectors. You could be um, head of high performance. You know what you've just done there by having 15? You're head of finance at Cricket Australia as well. You've oh. just saved two players, which would be like two hundred thousand dollars. Well, do you there know you I've also done? I've streamlined any thought about people thinking they're going to play. Like it's just you've just got to simplify it and say, you know, what, we've yeah. got one, who's our next best batter, and you can choose whoever it is. Well, Burns, Burns gives you flexibility because be he can open all six. It, it could be Carey, oh. right? Whoever it is, but okay. for me, it's Burns. Um, they brought him back. He did the job against this a crappy Sri Lanka, but he did the job. You can't deny okay. him that. Hey, okay, you've picked your on-field. What yeah. about how I said there's about 20 off-field staff? Yeah. What's the minimum? You're the head of finance at Cricket Australia now. Yeah. What off-field staff do you want there? Coach? Well, coach, well, I mean, they're spending left, right and centre. This is amazing. Well, they just gave punter a million bucks. Well, Tony is uh, Steve Waugh's mentor. So he would have to get exactly the same as punter. I don't think they're on that, but um, I... I like that. I like Ponting being there. I like Steve Ball being there. So do I. Yeah, I actually like that. So so we'll go just mentor. So we'll have a bowling coach. Yep. We have a fielding coach. That's it. And a team manager. Yep. Are you happy with that? Yep. So you know you've saved, I reckon, $2.5 million. The rest so. you don't need. And that, do you and want, tell you where what. do you want that 2.5 going? Grassroots? Um, or do you, no, no, I'll just, give you 10% no, commission. No, no, give it, spread it out. And next tour, you give it to Gilly. Next one, Hados. That's the love. 2.5. Oh, whatever it is, yeah. All right. Australia takes the ashes. But victory is the least that men play cricket for. 
They played for a host of reasons, ill-defined and hard to seek. Okay, um, what about England and Ireland? England bowled out for 85. They're 9 for 303. Ireland punched out 207. England lead by 181 with one wicket in hand. And this is this test match has been fantastic for world cricket, hasn't it? To see a developing test nation um, competing, having the opportunity at Lords, and, and I reckon England will learn a lot from that experience. I'll tell you what. Oh, hang on. Sorry. England have played 1,011 <laughs> test matches. Ireland, this is only their third one. Yeah. And they are smashing up. I'll tell England. you what. I'll tell you what they need to do. They need to, Australia need to jump down to London or go up to London because they were in Hampshire, weren't they? Yes. Drive up to London and hire Robbie Castle as their bowling yeah. coach for this. Because for him to be able to develop a skill set which is, Dismantled England for 85. Robbie Castle, step up to the big Former time. Victorian and South Australian quick. We Melbourne, you played with him at Melbourne. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did. What a good man Robbie is. But also what I like is, um, you know, getting that opportunity to coach at test level. What I love is how good it is to wake up and hear that England's oh. been dismantled for 85. Yeah, I was jumping for well, I was, I, I was watching it, so it was just fantastic. And I, I put it out on, on um, social media as well. They just had this um, Irish fan going off right at the end. And it mm. just said, I would not have pictured that 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, we're doing this with one day's to play. Uh, and it looks like uh, England will have about 220 to defend. Yeah. How do you see it? How do you reckon it's going to pan out? You reckon India, I mean, Ireland are good enough to get the job done? I don't done? know. It's the enormity of it for, for, for Ireland, isn't it? That um, balanced out with England thinking we can't afford to lose this. Yeah. I think it'll be the team that actually um, takes the positive option, that that actually wins this. Well, they've beaten them before, Ireland, in a big uh, World Cup game. I think it was in Bangalore, I reckon, and... Uh well, they've got a history of it. They, yeah, they, they lost have. to uh, Dirkie Nana's, Nana's Dutch team yep. as well, didn't they? But it's the shortest test innings ever at home. Shorter than, 30 overs shorter than 1995 against the West Indies, England there. Um, Tim uh, Murdica, is it? Murtar. Murtar. Yep. yep. 69, off Crickviz, 69% of his balls were going to hit the stumps. The average at test level is 34. So not only is he bowled beautifully and he played for Middlesex, he's an older player, so yep. he knew exactly how to use the slope. Um, that, that, that's the DNA about being, beating England, isn't it? And, and the uh, Aussie quicks surely would be going that mentality. Yeah, well, that's a good thing for us if we're going to pick James Pattinson. And I think maybe we can go. And Siddle. And Siddle. These guys from Victoria, you have to challenge the stumps. MCG, Junction Oval. If you bowl corridor, it's no good. Um, I mean, they may even consider someone like Chris Tremaine. Could be an outsider. Well, I think the guys we didn't talk about, Jackson Bird and Chris Tremaine, guess what? They can get wickets at test level. Yep, they they're, can. They're probably missing out. But just to, I don't like England's batting. I think they've only got one world-class batsman. That is Joe Root. They've got a world-class all-rounder, Ben Stokes. But Stokes, he doesn't average 45 with the bat and 25 with the ball. But he wins test matches, doesn't he? Yeah, um, not yet. He will. Bearstow um, has been a world-class wicketkeeper batsman, but he's part of the problem, Bearstow. He's averaging 29 in the last two years. This is from Crickviz as well. But what about this? And you're talking about the way to bowl to, to this top order. Since 2018, Bearstow's had 68 balls that have bowled to him at test match level, and he has scored 36 runs, got out eight times. <laughs> Wow. Attack the stumps. He gets yeah. bold. He gets inside edges. As opposed to, to Burns, uh, Rory Burns who's opened a bit. I think um, Mark Waugh's not a big fan. He, no. he said this might he be a harsh rubbish, call. He? <laughs> but um, I would have thought he looked like the night watchman. He gets tested on the outside edge. Yeah. So he can actually bowl a fourth or fifth stump line. He doesn't know where he's off stump. He nicks out. So I'll be intrigued to see that the, the, the bowling plans. But the length, the length has to be full, fuller than what we bowled four years ago. And just explain to our listeners the difference between the red ball and the white ball. And and, and some of our, our listeners will be thinking, well, why don't they just play their World Cup side no. as a test-playing nation? Yes. Why can't you do that? Well, them? I think that the thing is with, um, well, say, say someone um, like Jason Roy, 
who was mm-hmm. a superstar of the white ball, yeah. okay? And he got 70 in the second innings there, but there was a few opportunities. He's in white ball cricket. He opens up. You know what he knows? The pitch is going to be flat. Flat. The ball will swing for a period of time. Three or four overs. Besides England, there's no seam. It doesn't move off the seam in one-day cricket or T20 cricket. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and also in one-day cricket, you know where the ball's going to be. It can't mm. be outside your leg stump. Can't be too wide outside your off stump. You know that they're not going to bowl too short because they've only got one good one in them and over. So you can actually predict. You can look down the pitch and you could almost put it in a grid, can't you? Just going, yeah. well, the balls are going to be in this area. This is why we love test match cricket. Yeah, because it's tough. where are you going to get bowled? There might be the odd one down the leg side. Mm. There is going to be more than one bouncer and over at times. There's going to be a moving ball. Yeah. Is my technique, has it been um, tested and have I had to implement a defensive um, technical focus, not only just technically, but mentally over period to get through a tough 15 over period where the ball yeah. is talking. So, their batsmen don't look like they can actually deal with the moving ball. And for our listeners, that is the difference. The ball moves. Yep. When a ball moves, it's challenging for yep. a batsman. You would have loved bowling in test match cricket a lot more than one day cricket, yes. I imagine, because the ball consistently moves all day. And you can set batsmen up, can't you? Yeah. Like you're more reactive in one day cricket. So, um, uh, one of the bright spots uh, was for England. Jack Leach, the spinner, mm. went in at night watchman. <laughs> he was averaging four in county <laughs> cricket before this innings, and he punched out 92. I wasn't surprised this actually happened. Um, and no disrespect to Jason Gillespie. Would he have been able to get a 200 against Australia? Probably not. No. This, this is a, it's a medium attack. It's, yep. a, it's, a, it's pretty much a pop gun attack. And if you're ever going to be a night watchman, this is the side which you want to oh, bat yeah. So well Bring done, well done to Jack Leach. What it shows is the deficiencies of the other top order. The players, oh. yeah, I, I'm I'm really concerned for England. I think this is where their top three are literally county players. They're walking best. wickets at the yeah. moment, walking wickets, and I think that's where Australia, if they pick the right top six, will dominate this Ashes series. Well, you know, we want we just want hundreds. Yeah, if we can score seven hundreds for the series and get enough thirties and forties around that, um, you know, I think besides Joe Root, yeah. um, you know, Stokes will get going. So Bear Stokes, you know, even someone like Josh Butler, he's a white ball superstar. Mm. He's just a handy red ball batsman. Yeah, you know, I wonder if they'll be inclined to call back someone like Owen Morgan, Morgan who has had uh, Test match. He's, yeah, he, he hasn't played for five or six years, and mm. I think the feeling is he'll be more prone to the scared. short ball. Yeah. I wouldn't say scared. It's a tech. It's it's technical things that you get mm. into. You can play inside the line. You can in white ball cricket on flat pitches, can't you? Because you, you can. just back your eye. Yeah, but you can't do that consistently in Test match cricket. I don't believe. No, no, not at all. It's there's nothing worse than getting peppered for at least an hour or two from uh, guys that can bowl under fifty k an hour. Okay, go the Irish tonight. <laughs> Okay, World Cup review quickly. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic World Cup. I arrived, Australia, Bangladesh, the Aussies won, everyone's saying it's 11 dead rubbers. Yeah, you were there, it doesn't happen. You? you were there on the ground. So talk us through, you know, what was it like to be over well, there? Well, I, I really liked it because there, there was thing, the worry about the dead rubbers, then England mm. lose to Sri Lanka. Yes, Then Amazing. Pakistan catch fire. Yeah, and then um, Bangladesh are playing really good cricket. Yeah. England, talking about 500, they couldn't even get 230 against uh, Sri Lanka. So were England going to fall under the, 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 the weight of expectation? And I think those losses, although remember those three losses, Jason Roy didn't play two of those. Yeah, he did. Roy's so important to their one-day so team. So important. And then India, could they do it? But I, I worried about their middle order. Australia, um, you know, Kawaja, can he get there at number three? Yeah, he played a couple of important knocks, and then that injury against South Africa cost us. Cost us. Just in hindsight, did, did we get that wrong with Kawaja not opening with his form that he had with Finch in uh, in India? No, I, know, I, I, I know Warner had a good tournament. No, I think no, I th- I'd like if if Kawaja was fit for South Africa run chase, we went deep. If he'd played that um, semi against England. Mm. 
you know, conditions that was moving everywhere. I, I think Usman would have been good at number three. I actually thought he had a good tournament, Usman Kawaja. Yeah, so he averaged 37. Yeah. So no problems at all. Nah. But um, Maxi didn't get going. And then, and then Marcus Doinus, mm. there's no more important role to bat six and finish off innings and then bowl handy overs. And I think Stoin ended up those averaging two, 12. Those two, really hurt us. their future is in a lot of trouble. I'd say 80% of the, mm. the squad's in trouble, Hodgie, yeah. to be fair. I don't see a lot of these players um, playing in the next World Cup. So it'll be what the selectors decide to do from there. Hey, but, but what about... Oh, sorry. Go, go. I love the format. I like this fact that you each played uh, each other. Once. Yep. And yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, washouts were a bit of a drama, but that's okay. And but what I didn't what there was a lot of talk about was the the finals format again just a fifty fifty no benefit to finish first or second no it's just a pure shootout. So what do you think there? I like the IPL sort of yeah. format style where one and two play off and then one goes straight into the final. And if you finish fourth, you have to win three games to actually win the yeah. tournament. There needs to be benefits. So I think that is a better format and it, and it works well for for TV. But you know when New Zealand in the semi, they'd lost their last three home and away games. New yeah. Zealand. They limped in. Limped in. And, but they played both finals on their terms because they go differently than the other teams. They go, if, if we get anywhere between 220 and 250, yeah. we'll back our bowling. They bring Henry back in for India. We're going to go pace. We're going to blast them out. He should have been in anyway. They He's messed around bowler. with their... Uh, they, no, Saudi didn't work. They, Saudi didn't work. Tim Saudi. Everyone thought it was going to be a spinning World Cup. Mm. We'll play two spinners, including Australia, yeah. and we'll face 20 overs of it. But no, you needed a flexible squad because it was a bit wet early yeah. and, and the ball nibbled. So I, I thought New Zealand were fantastic. I love the brutality of semi-final losses. It's not fair, no. but God, it's unreal, particularly oh. when the underdog gets up. It, it is brutal. There's no doubt. Um yeah, look, the, probably the four best sides actually made the final. I think Bangladesh were actually... Well, Pakistan were unlucky. Pakistan were unlucky. Out. I think Bangladesh played the best cricket they could possibly play. Shakib Shakib was unbelievable. They, they, they were actually really the good. Fierce. Yeah, I mean, they made consistent 300s. Uh, they played great cricket all the way through. Just didn't get the run either. Mm. Lost a couple of games. Uh, and could have easily made an impact if... Pakistan or Bangladesh had a snuck into the finals. Could have easily made a big impact in that uh, World oh, Cup. Oh, definitely. Uh, and what about the final, mate? You know, one of the, if not the greatest one-day game that I've ever seen. Um, you know, but once again, New Zealand, I reckon, played it on their terms for 80%. You know, if, yeah. if, if Australia, India or England batted first, they would have been going, we've got to get 300. Mm. Everyone's thinking about that, but nah. They, they didn't bat too slow. They knew that yep. the wicket had a bit nibble in there and they backed their bowlers. Um, and, and, and they had it won. They yeah, had it won. They had it won. And they still haven't lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a tough thing. To, I, I think they, they won't get over this for a long, long time, this New Zealand squad. I, I, I'm really nervous for their future because I don't think they'll have a crop of players like they've had in this World Cup mm. and the past World Cup. With McCullum, you know, Williamson led. I Their batting's average. I mean, I really liked, you know, Nichols and Latham yeah. who had poor tournaments. Yeah. Actually had their best game in the final. Yeah. But, you know, are they going to be consistent run scorers? Uh, Munro didn't work. No. Guptill had a, you know, an Stinker. absolute shocker. Yeah. Look, it's, it's, look, so they did they've done well to actually sneak into the final yeah. actually and compete. When you look back in history, when you're 25 years down the track and you look back at the list of winners of World Cup, and you run through Australia's legendary players, you go back to the West, West Indies. Indies. This England side, when They're you look back, team. you're going to go through and go, go wow, what a team. You know, Roy, Bairstow, no, you're right. Root, Morgan, uh, Stokes, Butler. It's History will say that the best team probably won. So um, It doesn't always happen. And I just, you know, with the throw... You know, that the, the overthrows. Guptill did the right thing. He went to the danger mm. area. They run out, um, Stokes. It is game over. And I'll then tell you that, just my heart went, oh. Oh, for a minute I went, oh, is that dead ball? You know, I went to, but, and then it ran, my heart went, oh, please don't yeah. let them win off the back of that. And they, and they got the tie and the, and the opportunity to super over, but, oh, man, it was heartbreaking. For our listeners, when cricket starts, 
Go and have a crack at trying to do that yeah. in club cricket. You cannot do it. I've sort of tried to do it once yeah. or twice. You oh, you mean running Stokes and sliding. Yeah. to hit the He ball. didn't intend no. to do it at all. We know he didn't. No. He's, but I've actually tried to do it. And you can't do it. Yeah. You still miss it. See, I like you. You, you, You've got just about everything. You've thought of every potential, even the double bouncing Yorker, um, sliding the bat, just angle the bat a little bit and go for four. Um, What a devastating loss, though, for for New Zealand. And I think we all agree. They had the game won. And no one's happy with um, boundaries being the the way to decide it. I mean, you just think, I know it's in hindsight, it should have been picked up. But the person who actually come up with that, and thinking, oh, it probably won't happen. It was never going to be a good solution. Um, nah. Another super over. You know, I was there, lucky enough to call it um, on SEN. The vibe was that crowd would have been up for another super over. And then if it's a tie, yeah, why not? Have Even not a, winners or have or a, a bowl replay. off. No, I'd rather bowl no, off. At least there's a skill. No, let's do it again. Yeah. Like AFL Grand Final, Sydney versus Collingwood, wasn't it? They come back the next week. Yeah, but week? It's, it's changed now. Even the oh, AFL have got the five minutes each time. Yeah. Oh. But what if you go still a draw after five minutes? I think they just keep going. Maybe the next score okay. wins. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do the, our AFL podcast. I don't think the administrators have just thought about it. They'll have to think about it now, and it'll change, and it'll change for the better. Well, is it, you know, if you could be chairman of selectors on your LinkedIn yeah. and, and high performance manager and finance manager, yeah. can you be on the MCC rules committee? Oh, that might be an honorary role. Isn't punter on it? Is a punter on the rules committee? Yeah, but he's not here for our podcast, is he? We'll have to smack him when we get to Are you interested seven. in honorary roles or would you still want a little bit for your effort? No, I need some coin. I haven't got a job. I need I need something for my love. Okay, I'm going to switch that off. Yeah. Don't worry about the MCC rules. No, nah, forget it. Uh, what about the women's ashes? Haven't <laughs> the girls just oh, had a, an absolute It's a whitewash. Yeah, yeah, whitewash. They've absolutely flogged them and it's not surprising um, the quality of players that we've got um, good to see Sophie Molyneux get in there and get Wickets. an opportunity and get some polls. Um, how do you go past the least Perry? Well, it's just who we're going to. Rachel Haynes, you know, such a consistent player, yeah. experienced player, got runs again. But Elise Perry just keeps um, getting it done. So she's averaging close to 60 in test match cricket. Um, she got, what, seven for 12 in the one day yeah. Just so I thought, oh, maybe she's becoming more a batting all-rounder. Look, I love this format. I love the yep. format that you play, the one day as the test. The, maybe just chuck a little bit more weight on the test match because it did peter out to a bit of a boring draw where Australia had a real opportunity to actually win this game and probably should have won it. But they did the right thing by the series, though, didn't they? They did. Not for the spectacle. No. Um, so maybe they can just juggle the point system a fraction. Um, to make sure that you know you might get some more points to actually win the test match because it's only a four-day test match. But and- I, I, I still hope, and we've talked about the last couple of years that you know every time you know a, a touring team comes, that's the format, yeah, isn't it? It's and great. so the girls can maybe play three test matches a year because yeah. you know we saw that great thing. You know, next teammate of yours, Dan Christian. You know, as captain of the Indigenous team that went to England last year. Yeah. You know, presents the the cap to Ash Gardner he on did. debut. You know, yeah. I think for Ash, um, and she's only 22 years of age and she's got so much cricket ahead of her, but mm. I think to have that baggy green would be really special. Special for sure. It was great. It was really good. So three T20s to come. Um, and there's still a lot riding on that, particularly for um, players of both teams because there's the, the World T20 here at Melbourne in February. So mm. even though you've had a dominant series as a team, you want to be getting a gig at the MCG where they're talking up 100,000 No doubt. No, absolutely no doubt. There's a lot to play for. Um, absolutely. And, and, and we're the champions of T20. Yes. So we have to keep that momentum going. Hodgie, um, big bash time. It's a shorter big bash. I think everyone's comfortable with that. Yep. Oh, it's a great idea. I think that everyone, more double headers and everyone from broadcaster players to supporters wanted less time. Um, good thing is they've they've still got the content, so there's enough games, or still same amount of games, if not more. But just condensed it in. Um, great idea. Why not? Geez, you're going to have to work a bit busier. I'm Channel happy 7. to work, mate. You're yeah. Mr. Big Bash at Channel Seven, aren't you? Well, let's see. Um, well, what do you mean? Well, I need some need some dialogue from myself and Chris Jones. We'll see. He's okay. busy. Um, if I, if Jones, I am, listens to this, if podcast. I am stepping up, then you know I need to be told because I need to get fit, get ready, dye the hair, 
All that sort of stuff. Well, we could get two for one. We could. Man, yeah. We could. Actually, that Jamaican could be a sponsor brown. for the biology report. Jamaican what is it, just my man or something? Oh, what, <laughs> is it Jamaican brown? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think, think we can Dizzy pull that used off to go anymore. Jamaican brown. Yeah. He, nah. had a, he had a huge regrowth, didn't he, through there, Diz? Uh, Harry Gurney, the English uh, left-arm seamer who closes out the innings beautifully, yeah. is returning to the bash. He said he enjoyed it. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he, he enjoy it? He bowled beautifully yeah. and, they, and the Renegades won it. Yep. He's, uh, what they call him, Mr. Bean. Yeah. Yeah, he's a typical Mr. Bean geek type guy, isn't he? But yeah, he was phenomenal. Besides his bowling, I mean, his fielding was uh, Mr. Bean-like yeah. and his batting's like that, but... Now that's uh, a huge with signing. With the ball, he's James Bond at the end. He gets it. He gets it done. He gets it done. Huge signing, unfashionable, but yeah, good signing from uh, Torch and the Renegades. Well, let's be honest. It was Dan Christian who plays with him. Yeah, in, in England. So he. That's how he actually the got managers. there. Correct. Yeah. They are. Um, can't, we can't give credit to Lynchy for getting Harry Gurney to the Renegades. He wouldn't have known who he was. No, of course he wouldn't. Uh, Warner, unlikely for the bash. James Erskine, his manager, has just been quoted that, you know, wants to look at his workload and how busy he is. Do you think that's just a little bit of byplay um, by the Warner camp? Mm, must be. We want him playing. Absolutely. I want to commentate. And I think it would be good for the, his reputation and public to have him there. Um, yeah, he's still got to win back a few fans. Um, there's no doubt, and he's he's gone about the right way in doing that. Uh, I'd I want every Australian player putting their hand up to get involved in the big bash, and and why wouldn't you want to play that instead of yeah whatever you what else you're doing? Get out there and support your teammates. Get out yeah. there and support the fan base. Enjoy. Put a come show on, on, Dave. Come it's warm as well. Get up. Yeah. You, you missed a T20 cricket. Um, okay, little stat of the day. I was talking about um, the Australian top order and that I had Bancroft in because they're worried about having five or six lefties in their um, yeah. top six because the England quicks, their records against left-handers. James Anderson gets a wicket every 20 runs. Really? Pretty good. Stuart Broad, every 24 runs. And Chris Wokes, 19. Okay. Just a little bit of a stat, a little bit of trivia, right. backing up why they want some right-handers in the top order. And obviously their records against right-handers are not as good as that, Brad. Interesting. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought that from Jimmy Anderson. He's got a fairly good outswing delivery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think uh, that just shows how skillful he is uh, to be able to get what what's he closed on 400 wickets now, isn't he? Something like that? Or no, 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 no. He's getting up to 600. He's past Pigeon. Six, well, he must, have, wow. he must have 400 left-handers then. I think about 750. <laughs> hey, mate, now it's time for, and it's been ages since we've had a podcast, um, it's the reason why celebrities, um, besides the shark, of course, he, yeah. he, he doesn't fear you. The shark no, just says, doesn't. well, you help promote me, really. But just about every other social, you know, Kim Kardashian and uh, even Warnie, I think, to a degree, they're, they're just hesitant sending out a tweet or an Instagram photo because they know you are onto them. Yeah. Because this is the Social Media Self-Promoter Award. Who are your nominees for this week? Well, the thing is, I mean, all throughout the whole World Cup, there wasn't one human that didn't play cricket that wasn't on the social media bandwagon. Yeah. So I've just sort of parked them aside because we knew that they'd be busy. We need the big ones. KP was absolutely on fire. It was Pup, ridiculous. Was Pup, Pup was absolutely on fire. But, I'll, but that was their time. What yeah. I wanted to see was post the World Cup what oh. happened. And, and there's been a few active members, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'm going to start with uh, Darren, um, Dwayne Bravo, DJ. So he's up and about. Uh, didn't feature in the no, World he didn't Cup. No. So he's smart enough to wait for the yeah. World Cup and get active. Um, and here he is. Life of, life of a champion. Love your baby. Hashtag run the world. Hashtag wake up. <laughs> Show class, have pride, and display character. Make a statement by the champion you are. That's brilliant. Yep. Uh, DJ, we love that. Because he um, is the champion. Yeah, that I've got one song. by. Um, Suresh Rana, who returned from his holiday in uh, from Holland, I believe, and just threw a few posts at him at just coming back into India. Hello. And it's just a random photo, hashtag throwback, and I'm not quite sure why you do that. And a photo of himself. Is, himself. That, is that a playground? Just himself. In the background. And a bike. Oh, bike. Um, that's one. Uh, K.O. Rahul. 
uh, is also was very active during the World Cup. Lots of uh, pictures just with his mates walking down the street. Um, this one here is a picture of Kyle Rahul in the gym with his top off all glazed in sweat with a towel around him. But he also has uh, those jeans on. Plus a pair of runners. That doesn't which, make sense. So it's not gym it? equipment. It's all about the obsession of getting more from yourself, but staying humble whilst keeping the hunger of a lion. There's a lot to dodge. A lot. Why is he humble there? I've no idea. I don't know and where he's the going. Where's the lion come from? I don't know. Um, this one is one of the best one, um, and it's it's Dre Russ who's been active, yeah. showing about his yeah. his rehab. Yeah. But he's in this one, Flem, he's actually not showing any rehab at all. It's just got, it's a beautiful day. And it's just... So he's got his top off. Top off. Just, a lot of bling. And, just, um, and I love, he's contemplating, contemplating something. He's not looking at the camera. No. So that's not a selfie. Who's taken that? Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's brilliant. Um, oh, we had to sneak him in after. He gave himself actually a Twitter ban. KP said he's yeah. way too active on Twitter. So here he is just jet on setting yep. in his own private jet. Oh. Good morning. Nah, good morning. Get to your own self. Get your own plane. Uh, <laughs> and look who's, look, he's come back, Michael Clark. So Pupster's made his way. He knows he needs to step up. After a couple of months away, I needed this. Thanks at Face of Man Sydney. Is that, is that a is that a shop? It's or, a shop or, or a product yeah. of skincare of some sort, Mister no, Clark. He's a gun. Pup. Beautiful, um, but this one is the fantastic one, uh, and we haven't heard from him for a while. And Matthew Hayden, it's not long until I'll be hosting on conversation with the Mystic. Tweet me your burning questions and topics you like us to discuss. The floor is yours. If I can explain that. Who's the mystic? If I can explain that to the listeners, on the 25th of July, from 6.30pm to 8.30pm, at the Brisbane Convention Centre and Exhibition Centre. I want to go. Matthew Hayden is some Indian mystic. Yeah. I'm not sure. It doesn't say what it is about. No. I have no idea what it's about. So it's not, you don't know whether it's spiritual or... I've no idea. Um, All I know, it's, it's Matthew not, not Hayden... It's cooking, is it? Like not Hados cooking. Is a cook. It's not Hayden's way. It could be, no, but it is put on by the Hayden way. It is put on by the Hayden way. Anyway, it's, it's, it's beautiful self-promotion. So he's hosting a night. So he's going to MC or compare it. Yeah. And with an Indian mystic. Yeah. When was the date? Uh, the date was, we, it's the 25th of July, so oh, it was we, last, last night, night. actually. Um, if anyone, hey listeners, if anyone went, yeah. can you give us a briefing for, for next week? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to chase that. And maybe we will find out whether we're going to win the Ashes or not. Yeah. You know, oh, they would have already had the 17 picked. Yeah. They would so, have, oh, sorry, or potentially the 14. Nah, big Dossie. Um, Anyway, there was some great stuff throughout the whole no, World Cup. No, missed a bit. But that's it. Um, I want so an Ashes focus for I'll, now. I'll give an Ashes focus. But, yeah, there were some honourable mentions throughout the whole World Cup. Tom Curran, who we thought was going to be a superstar, delivered in spades. Um, yeah, you called that. Uh, uh, Wahab Riaz? Wahab Riaz was brilliant awesome. as well. Yeah. Um, just those guys we thought were going to be good, they were outstanding. Yeah, and I think... Um, Potentially could have got some votes. You got too. some I votes was, as well. I, was, I, I, I didn't I, want to give you no. promotion on this show for your own promotion. Yeah, no, you're good like that. But um, no, I was pretty poor. Okay, so um, DJ and Rainer just won. They're just sort of weird ones, really. Kaho Rahul, I'm working out, but you're in jeans. Yes, you've just splashed yourself with water. Probably mm. three votes. Um, Dre Ross, just unbelievable. You've actually. Taking your top off, you're contemplating uh, maybe your comeback, dominating. Yep. Three votes there. Four to Pup and KP. We love them. We yep. know they're going to be fighting for the title. Yep. 
And for Haydos with the Mystic, that's 10 votes. It's the Hayden way. Hayden way, 10 votes. Uh, there was another person who I didn't want to mention because I was just jealous, and that was AB de Villiers, yeah. just tweeting that he was at the golf. Yeah. Like, piss off, mate. We just can't get there. We're jealous. Nah, he's what a star. Anyway. I want to see him in the bash. Anyway, Haydon, well done. Wait, well done, Haydos. But that was the Social Media Self-Promoter Award. So Haydos is going up. KP, uh, actually, DJ and, and Dre Russell up there too. Yeah. I did a poll question. Aussie selectors name the Ashes squad tonight. Who opens with Warner? I put Harris, Bancroft and Burns. And getting half the votes, Cam Bancroft. Really? Cam yeah. Bancroft? Okay. Harris, 38%. Burns, 12%. So Cam and Marcus, I think that means that you're in the squad. Hey, Hodgie, right. that's it from the Bowlology Report. Been good to catch up. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to do a weekly Ashes podcast. Right. All right. So let's get one. Maybe next Wednesday before the uh, first test, and we'll start the preview. I reckon we might start to get some guests. Yeah, that'd be pretty as cool. Well. Yeah, well, I've got the few players, a few people in here who have t- uh, tweeted through their sides that they think might oh. start the next week. So we'll see that. We'll put that on next week. Yeah, we'll the know actual the teams. If you can tweet at Biology Report yep. or at Hodgie or myself, um, your are starting 11. And they're all different. There's all Burns, there's all Abishan. It's going to be an interesting week. It will. And you're always interesting. Thanks for that. That was the Biology Report. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.